welcome to the I'm Healing Podcast. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Here, we review healing stories, self-inquiry, and solutions for the soul. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at the I'm Healing Podcast and at ILM underscore healing. Let's heal. Welcome. This is a healing solution segment. This is going to be on my YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in. But this is primarily going to be uploaded to the I'm Healing podcast streaming on your favorite podcast app. My name is Iris El Mendez, and I'm your host and healer. And I'm here with Avita Nicole. And I'm super excited about this episode because we are both off of social media but we were socializing yay (laughs) old-fashioned way (laughs) yes yes so today's topic is going to be one of my favorite things to do multiple times a year is take a social media detox or what i like to call a digital detox um so just unplugging so a lot of my clients ask me about this I've been wanting to do this episode for a very long time because it helps to serve me. Um, And so I'm gonna be sharing a little bit about how I go about taking detoxes and also about some tips that you can do. But I also have Avita here who's gonna be sharing a little bit about her journey um, and also how taking social media detoxes helps her in her healing journey and how she shows up for the people that she serves. So, Avita, let us know who you are, plug your handles, all the things, and let's jump right into it. My name's Avita. You can find me, follow me, whatever, me, at the real Avita Nicole on Instagram. Um, yeah, this journey for me, I'm always detoxing. It's never really planned. It's kind of like it just, it's an automatic knowing. Um, and then it's like, I'll ignore it. And then I'm like, no, you have to like get off here and you have to stay off for a little bit. But it always, it always for sure happens right before the new year. Um, this is, I believe my second or third year in a row detoxing in December for January. Um, you know, I'm very goal oriented, but I'm also a big procrastinator. <laughs> Um, so that last month, the last two months is usually when I'm trying to buckle down and accomplish all the things that I've been putting on hold and stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh no, I can't go in the new year with all this. Like, and I like to start the new year fresh and everything. And you don't realize how often you are on social media until you're not on it. Um, and then you realize how much time you're wasting on there because you're so much more productive when you're not scrolling you're not reaching for your phone um so i do it a couple times a year always random but always for sure right before the new year because i want to start the new year fresh and i want to make sure i'm not going into the new year with things that i should have left in the previous year 
Um, and it helps me a lot because it helps me tap back into me. I remind myself that the work never stops. You know, you 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 crowd out like uh, how do you say? Like when when you're ugh, I'm trying to find the words and I can't find the words. When you're trying to make so much noise so that you don't focus on the internal, you know? Um, so another thing that I've been practicing with this detox is silence. So I've been spending a lot of my time in silence, no music, um, when I pray, meditate, no music, um, when I'm washing dishes, when I'm cooking, when I'm driving. Um, and I was being stubborn. I kept trying to put the music, but then my music wasn't playing. And I was like, okay, guys, I hear you. Y'all don't want me to listen to music, you know? So I'm like, it's also making me aware of my intuition and how I can't hear my intuition because there's so many noisy things going on. Um, so that's actually been helping me a lot on top of just not being on social media. And most of my day, I just spend in silence. And even when I do put it on music or anything, meditation music for like, just a tad bit and then I'll feel called to turn it off because you don't realize how noisy the outside world is until you can really sit in your solitude and be comfortable with your solitude with what's coming up because you have to acknowledge what's coming up in order to release it. But if you can't hear what's coming up, then how how can you do that, you know? Mm, that's deep. I love that. It definitely, um, I definitely identify with the ability to be able to tap into intuition more because less noise and I always talk about the five senses and how we our, our five senses are so compounded and they're so important to healing and we really have to be mindful of everything we take in visually audibly um you know sensory right I was just at an event we talked about where it was like a lot of people and I was so overstimulated that's me because I know myself and and I'm sitting here in my office space in my home. And if you hear the background, you hear nothing. And that's because that is nine times out of 10, how my days are. I try not to have a lot of music. I try not to, I don't really watch TV. And so um, what I've found when I do the detoxes is that I find myself wanting to explore different things to do versus scrolling, right? The distraction, the procrastination. So I'm reading more, you know, that book that you put down that you said you were going to read, right? Um, I'm, I'm journaling more. I'm, I'm doing more meditations. So oh it's definitely helpful for me as a, as a, a person who serves people one-on-one. I feel like it definitely helps me to be able to, to, to have more space to hold for them too. Um, I find myself less irritable. I find myself less better able to to kind of wind down and get sleep and so i'm wondering how this impacts you for those of you who are listening and not watching right now you see avita she's got these beautiful canvas in the background so she's a wonderful artist so how have you noticed this impacting your work in the work that you do as an artist and a healer mm, that's a good question the detox right how does a detox? Yeah, um, like do you notice your artwork different or or? Yeah, so it allows me to really sit 
and look at the things that I'm working on, um, things that I want to do more of, uh, and really kind of decipher where it falls. Sorry. <laughs> um, where it falls in my schedule, you know? Um, so like, I feel like at this time, it's always different when I detox, right? But this time I'm detoxing. It always involves house, DIY house projects, you know? So I'm actually working on like converting my um, my basement to my studio, my actual working studio, which I've been hesitant to do for years just because I've really, I've been working out of my home. I just didn't want to get comfortable working out of my home, but this is what it's come to. So I actually did the laminate floors all by myself. I'm like painting down there, like, using saws and all types of tools, um, you know, because fortunately me, fortunately my stepdad has taught me how to use all those things because he never just does it. He has to teach me, so I'm grateful for that. Um, so I've been really just trying to get that out the way. So I've been focusing more on ways to grow my business and um, how I've been procrastinating on doing that. So I've been really like pushing myself and I, I I work really well under pressure. So me having a deadline of like two weeks is like, it really lit a fire under me. So I'm like really just going. Um, and as far as the paintings that I'm creating, in order for me to create the paintings that I do create, I have to go inwards and take breaks from all of my art, from painting, from people, um, just all types of stuff. And that's when I do more, attending healing events or, um, you know, just spending more time with my tribe, um, spending more time in silence and just listening to what it is that spirit wants me to bring to the collective. What messages do they want me to deliver? Um, because that's what my art is, right? It's intuitive art. So these are messages coming from spirit through me and through my journey and through, you know, the, the life experiences that I've had, as well as the ones I've watched other people go through um, and just paint a picture for it, a, a visual, a spiritual visualization of what that may look like internally, right? Because everything looks different inwards versus outwards. So it, it really does help me show up 100% in my work, um, as well as for my followers, because I'm overwhelmed with social media all the time. So I'm really not that person that really double thinks about leaving social media. Like when I need a break from social media, that is that I feel as though my followers, who my followers are gonna be there. The people who need me know how to reach me. You know, the information is there. So I don't usually worry about that. Like this time around, it was very, very spur of the moment. It wasn't like I had weeks, it was literally like, oh, we're taking a detox. And I was like, okay, guys, at 12 a.m., that's it, you know? Um, so unfortunately, I've had to go on there to just post because I do have events coming up that I'm like, ah, it's too close to the deadline. I can't not post about this because I got to promote it. Um, so I've only been going on there to post that. And I haven't used the app that you recommended yet because I just haven't, I've been so trying to focus on everything else. And I'm like, I haven't sat at this computer until this moment. <laughs> um, but other than that, previously I've had like my niece work my Instagram for me, um, just tell her what to post and, you know, just post us this story. 
I've yeah, I've done that in the past several times. So if it's not that me setting up someone doing it, it's me not being on there or me just going on there to simply post one thing and hopping right off. Um, but this time, yeah, I'm gonna do that later app <laughs> and I'm gonna utilize that now because I think that would take a lot of stress off of me because it's like when you don't wanna be on social media at all and you have to go on there for even a couple minutes, it's like, I really wanna delete the app from my phone. <laughs> But unfortunately, right now, I don't have it set up because I didn't think about it. So I have still what, two more weeks of detox. So I'll set that up this week so that way I don't. Oh, I also did run a ad on Instagram so I wouldn't have to keep posting. So I've been getting a lot of followers and stuff from that. So that's also a good way to keep your business going. If you don't want to be on there, just make sure you're promoting the posts that you want to reach other people and just hop off. I love that, especially the ad idea. For, for those of you who are listening, watching your creators, or you have FOMO from, you know, logging off completely, um, some tips that I'd recommend, uh, kind of similar to what you were saying, like giving somebody else access to your page and password so they can do it. I've done that in the past. Outsourcing is life, like especially for us creators and, you know, small businesses working our business on our own. So some of the apps that I've used for anyone listening, I would recommend Hootsuite. I haven't used Hootsuite in a while, but that is another automated uh, social media platform. Um, There's also Later, which is the one that I've been using more um, frequently. And it's ironic because I haven't even set anything up to to post. I just posted the the two announcements that I was gonna go on. I call it spiritual maintenance, Um, but I like the idea of, you know, getting a family member or a relative. So those are some other tips for people who are not uh, at a point where they can just take the app off their phone. Uh, Another tip that I personally would give for people who uh, can't take the app off their phone is to put all the social media apps that your brain is accustomed to opening as soon as you touch your phone because it's a conditioning thing. You know, you want to put that in a completely separate folder and you want to put the folder kind of like in the back on your phone so like wherever you swipe if you have a smartphone put that folder file all the way in the back somewhere where you can't really access it the the thing is you'll start to notice yourself and I don't know if you're experiencing this Avita but like when you pick up your phone you know you you, you notice your brain automatically wants to go to that app sometimes you know how many times i've apps. opened it to go to another app and i'm like what are you doing you're trying to go to the camera or you're trying to go to this app or my bank account and i'm like what yeah no I, <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> it's horrible that we've come to that yes and so it, people don't even realize that they're at that point until they log off mm-hmm. of it for me, I try to take detoxes whenever I feel spirit tell me. Um, sometimes it can just be like, it'll, you know, it could be anytime throughout the year, like, okay, take it this weekend. So I'll do two days, I'll do 12 hours. Um, for the most part, I try to plan them by the season. So I try to take one every season. Um, I'm not that great at following it every, you know, all four seasons. I would say out of the, whole year I do one uh maybe every you know three seasons out of the four seasons I would say is when I do it but I do feel a strong calling towards the end of the year too to do it 
which is ironic because that's when most people are more active because it's yeah. the holidays. Peace out. You'll see me next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's just so overwhelming. So I'm wondering um, if you have any other tips that you want to give people related to um, just being able to take that time off or any any other tips that you use. I would, um, something I would recommend that, I mean, I guess is a part of my routine and ritual is to, in, instead of just detoxing from social media, just trying to detox from your phone completely, unless you need to, you know, you don't realize your phone is in your hand 99% of the time because of social media. It's not because you're having text conversations. It's not because you're talking to someone. It's literally because you're addicted to scrolling, you know? So I would say try to be more mindful of how often you're going to reach for your phone and putting your phone on do not disturb when you are carving out a time of the day that is literally just for you, for your prayer, for your meditation, to sit in silence um, and make sure you put do not disturb on. Because I do, because sometimes I'm in prayer and it's like you automatically keep glancing at your phone you know, and I'm like, so I'll put on do not disturb and I'll place it somewhere I can't see it and I don't touch it until after. Um, and then even my my phone, like my text messages, all my friends know when I'm going inwards and when I'm taking a detox, you're probably not gonna hear from me or my messages are gonna be mad, like delayed in response. Um, but they all understand that, you know, because they're so used to me doing that, that they don't, and, and it goes for my followers too. like. They've been following me for years. They know how my, how up and down I can be with my journey, you know, um, and they respect that. So no one complains. No, you don't got to worry about anybody complaining or anybody like, you know, missing you terribly. Like they're going to miss you, but you got to do what you got to do for you at the end of the day. And if you're not charging yourself up, if you're not really um, paying attention to what you're dealing with or not dealing with, should I say, um, how can you show up 100%? So it's kind of like a reboot. You got to reboot your system. You got to reboot your soul and give it the time that it needs. And, you know, do a little do a little maintenance work to make sure you're 100%. Um, so definitely replacing social media with silence and also trying your best to not be on your phone unless you're talking to your kids or, you know, someone in your immediate family that you have to talk to. But really just try to be present 100% with your solitude and you know because if you're not present with your solitude are you really being mindful of what's coming up for you you know you're playing music you're talking like you're ignoring you can't hear the thoughts that are coming up for you because when thoughts are coming up it's giving you a hint oh you gotta deal with this right but if you're not hearing that then how are you dealing with yourself I love that it also reminds me of I like how do you expect others to be present for you too if you're not even present for yourself you know mm-hmm. um one of the things you mentioned i love the idea of just detoxing in general from your phone and kind of reminds me of the digital detox not necessarily just social media digital altogether. and it reminds me of a concept that i learned um when i was doing my training when i was becoming a psychotherapist and it was um there was a modality called dialectical behavioral therapy. And in that you talk about action urge and action urge meaning we all have an urge to complete an action. So thinking about the urge to pick up your phone, the urge to open up that app, you you gotta ride the, the urge wave. You have to ride that urge wave until it settles and then 
allow yourself to act or react. Um, nine times out of 10, when you ride that urge, that action that you initially wanted to do has um, subsided or decreased in some way, shape or form. So I like the idea of, um, and this is something that I tell my clients, don't take the phone to the bathroom with you. You know, keep a book in there instead, that book that you wanted to read, you know, while you sit on the toilet, handling your handle, doing your business, you know, whatever it is, you can read a few more pages of that book instead of scrolling on social media. So I like the idea of um, releasing, releasing it as part of your, like, it's almost like it's your third hand, you know, like you just walk around with it, you have to be with it. And then another thing that comes to mind is the, the concept of silence. And it reminds me of when I did my yoga teacher training, there was um, a, an extensive week that we had where we had to practice what we call noble silence. And what that meant was we had to come home and tell the people that we live with, listen, I'm going on noble silence. So if you see me mute or if I don't respond to you, no disrespect, don't take it personal, but I'm, I'm practicing noble silence tonight. That meant no TV, no computer, no phone, no music, nothing. And all I could really do was read or study, you know, the stuff I was learning in yoga teacher training and journal. So great. I, you're the second person. You're the second yoga teacher who told me about that when I told them about what I've been doing. She was like, I yeah. have those hours. <laughs> so I I often tell people to do noble silence. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but sometimes if I'm not taking a social media detox, I may implement a weeknight of noble silence. So that's another another thing to do. Um, and and so to touch just a little bit on what you're doing, because you mentioned that you've got some events coming up. So let us know like what it is that you are um, working on right now. What can we look forward from you? So um, January, hold on, because I don't want to throw the wrong dates out there. <laughs> I don't have the flyer in front of me. Um, so, so my 33rd birthday is coming up in January. <laughs> and so for my birthday, I usually like to have ceremony. Um, you know, that is the, the one thing that I love to have if I don't do anything else. Like I would just want to have, I want to sit in ceremony. I want to sit with spirit and just be grateful and you know, um, have love for the chapter that's closing and the new one that's beginning. Um, and so me and my good friend, Rebecca, both of our journey, uh, our birthdays are that same week. So we're actually hosting a God and Goddess retreat on the 21st of January to the 24th. Um, and so that's our way that we're celebrating our birthday, but it's also still our way of how we're serving. Um, because you know we love living life in ceremony so we're like why not bring a bunch of dope creatives together to heal to have fun and to celebrate and to just have a transformative weekend um so we're having that so you know if you want information on that you can follow me at the real Avita nicole um the link to register is in my bio um and so that's what's coming up there's a bunch of other things coming up that i don't have yet set in stone but there's a lot of things happening um in 2022 um with me and my journey and things i'll be offering um one thing i can mention is that i'm going to be launching a little creators intuitive course um to offer one-on-one -on -one mentorship uh training program for children um, to teach them about mindfulness and to teach them how to create intuitively 
to tap in. Um, a lot of kids don't have that nurturing environment for spirituality and some um, have parents that are open to it. They just don't know, right? So anybody that's open to signing their kids up for that, um, that's something very special that I've been working on. It's been in the works for years now. Um, this And this is also just the sneak preview of something bigger. Um, this is just my little stepping stone for that bigger thing that'll come towards the end of the year. So those are two big things that I have coming up. Um, the rest will be in the summer. So again, just follow me and you'll be up to date with any circles we're having for the women, um, any art events and workshops that I'm throwing. So, you know, I'm just grateful to be of service and to be able to share my gifts um, and to share the knowledge that I've gained over the years with other people and their healing. Awesome. Well, happy early birthday. As you know, <laughs> I just left my Christ year and you were there kind of at the beginning of it. Yes. For those of you who are a fan of my podcast, listen to the, the most uh, latest episode um, before this one. I talk about Avida in that, and I talk about kind of the bizarreness of what happened on the way to the retreat. You're in my book, girl. You are in my book. Because <laughs> that whole experience. I have to order mine still. <laughs> that whole experience um, was truly transformative for me from a spiritual place. For, so for anyone listening, I do just want to say like Avida's retreats are anything she, she curates and holds. Um, you're going to be led and held with love and guided with intuition and spirit. Um, that weekend, it's that weekend, what, November, when you did your last retreat, the creative healing retreat, was one of the most transformative things for my life. Um, so this is your, your testimony here, girl, because I never gave you one. <laughs> so you got it on a podcast. Um, yeah because it really set up my whole year because of because of the things that transpired at the retreat um the things I let go of doing plant medicine with you I think that was the first time I did have pain myself um and I I just want to go to re- go to her retreat y'all that's all I'm saying like just and if you mm-hmm. can't make this one my second annual creative healing retreat will probably be in May yes. it'll be much bigger and it'll be a camp out on some sacred land so you know, stay tuned for that. I know Iris will definitely be there. <laughs> I'm excited. It I'm excited. Was so much fun. We had so much fun. And I was very grateful because it wasn't even supposed to be a happy retreat. And it turned into a happy retreat. And that's what Spirit wanted. And it was a magical weekend. So, yeah, definitely come vibe out with us if you guys want to join the healing team. <laughs> So while I have you here, tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to being in a space of saying, "Hey, I'm 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 supposed to hold retreats." Like this is what this was what's supposed Ooh. to happen. <laughs> it's been a journey. <laughs> I um so I worked in law firms a majority of my life from like I don't know sixteen to twenty five. Um, I started painting and attending retreats when I was 21. Um, And from the moment I attended my first retreat was right after a very, very traumatic experience I had went through, a traumatic loss um, that changed my whole life. So going to that retreat, I really didn't wanna go, right? 
but a part of me knew I had to go because I was just, I was in such a like bad space. Um, and so I'm like, well, let's just go and see, you know, what we can get out of it. And I went, um, and I just remember them doing a creative project where we were painting something. And then once we were done painting the project, you know, she was like, oh, it's, you know, free time now. You can go journal, meditate, yoga. I didn't know about any of those things except for prayer. And at that time I was mad at God because of what I was going through. So I was not praying. Um, so instead, because I have a big attitude sometimes, I sat at the table with an attitude because I was mad that I was even there. Um, and there was still paint there with paintbrushes, but there was nothing to paint. So I actually took the paintbrush and the painting, and I started painting a story on my hand. And from the moment I brushed his skin, I fell in love with painting. Um, and when I left that retreat is when I started my journey in painting. I've always knew how to draw. That was like the first thing I ever did, but painting was very new for me. Um, and so I started face painting, then I started doing my belly paintings. And that was my journey with painting. It really changed my life. And my life is all about creating and painting. So me attending that first retreat changed my whole life. And ever since I attended that first retreat, I wanted more. So over the years, I attended a bunch of different retreats, you know, women's retreats and big camp out retreats. And um, at every retreat, there was something that was very powerful for my healing that resonated with me, that was transformative, that I was like, I want other people to experience this. Um, and then a few years ago, I was actually a travel agent for several years. Um, and I did that because I really, I'm a fan of love. So I wanted to do, you know, destination weddings, but that didn't really work out the way I wanted to. And so once I finally started realizing my purpose and what I wanted to do, I was like, I want to do wellness retreats and I want to do wellness travel. and. 420 travel I wanted to do all the stuff that nobody was tackling in that field that I was in um but then soon after that I said I don't want to be a travel agent anymore so I stopped doing that and I realized I needed to keep my focus on what I really wanted instead of trying to keep all these extra things around what I really wanted because it was actually dividing my time up too much and my energy and so I actually planning retreats was like it makes sense you know i'm like i want to change people's lives i want to share the things that i've learned and give people similar experiences but even better um and so last year well the year before that because it was pre-covid is when i decided to have my retreat and then COVID kind of kept pushing it back um i literally said i wanted to have a retreat and i literally booked the thing and was like okay we'll figure it out and I started planning it and ever since then it's like you know I lead ceremonies with people here and there I do workshops and it just makes sense for me to host retreats um it's the main way that I've healed it is the most transformative spaces in my life that have helped me ascend to a higher vibration um and so holding that space and creating sacred creative space for other people it's like, why wouldn't I want to do that? I want everybody to experience something transformative that is going to help them because not everybody has community at home. Not everybody has a support system or, you know, people in that type of work that, that could help them, you know? So it's like when you go to retreats, how many retreats or events have you gone to where you literally find a tribe member? You find somebody who you consider family or like your soul tribe and it's like, you know yeah you have to you know so it's like 
if people are not aware of that you have to make them aware of it and so yeah i want to have retreats and host things for people like us you know people like us who don't come from that background of spirituality or who have been through a lot of different forms of spirituality but now have looked are looking for more because that's what spirituality is going to offer you it's going to offer you a full circle of everything you've believed in everything you've been told not told it's just it's a domino effect so yeah i'm like i love holding space <laughs> that and i love how your story and journey like you know i used to do legal stuff too so like my first job was a legal assistant so i you know i came from that background too and i love how you know you have me all these experience they're like stepping stones you don't really know how they all connect but eventually it tells a story and and you're exactly where you need to be and i like hearing people's journeys in that way so for anybody listening who's trying to figure out where they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to be doing trust that that you have been provided the experiences the skills the knowledge i call them transferable skills you know to be able to show up in how your your dharma or your, your dharmic path or purpose is um, leading you to how you're supposed to serve or what right, you're supposed it to might do. Make sense. It might not make sense as to why you're you're having to learn this or learn that or experience this until you can get to that point. Like I was like, why am I in these law firms? I hate it here. Like I'm miserable. Like this is like I always used to compare it to putting an artist in an all white room with no crayons, no paint, and like it's horrible. Like you can't do it, you know. But it makes sense yeah. when I think about it now. Like. I learned so many different office likes, uh, administrative things that I can utilize as an entrepreneur, you know, and all of that knowledge somehow comes full circle because I can run a business, you know, I can find a flow, I can be organized with things and, you know, I can execute things, I can delegate. So those, those experiences are all teaching you something and it just might not make sense, but it's going in a folder and it's staying there. And when the time comes, a key will be like activated, you know, and then you're going to yes. know. So makes sense. <laughs> and this reminds me of the activity we did at your retreat where you had everybody um, have um, a plain white mug or coffee cup. And so Vita goes, okay, you're going to set an intention with this cup and you're kind of just going to pour your traumas, your hurt, your pain into the cup. And then the idea was to put the cup in, um, you know, we want to be safe. So we put the cups in uh, a paper bag and a plastic bag and then you smash it with all that emotion that you're pouring into it. So y'all know I commit to things, right? So... I was That's sitting your there. Photo of your mug. I, I, it's in the back on my altar. So I'm sitting there looking at the mug, sending it. I'm pouring, y'all. I'm pouring right into. I'm pouring everything. Okay, I'm going through year by year of life. <laughs> okay, everybody watching me. The oh, virus is serious. I bought that thing up, slammed that thing about three, four, five times. Why did I have like, uh, like just crumbs? I had crumbs. I had crumbs. Little did I know that we were supposed to, the next part of the activity was to glue the thing back together. So we had tape, we had glue, we had all types of stuff. And I'm sitting there looking at these pieces like there's <laughs> no way, there is no way. And I, I was like, Avita, she better give me a review to fill out 
because I'm going to tell her to X this activity out because this is bullshit. I was so <laughs> upset and I was mad. I was just like, And she her. used every single thing you could have possibly used to try and glue her mug. She tried glue. She tried another kind of glue. She tried tape. She ended up taping the whole thing and Duct putting tape. it in. It was, it teaches you a lot, right? Cause what did I tell you when you were struggling? I said, think about it. I said, this, this activity is supposed to teach you about yourself, how much patience you have for yourself, how much you're trying to force things that don't fit. Because at the end of the day, you were only gonna be able to piece the mug back together with the pieces that fit together, right? So some of the pieces didn't fit. That was the trauma that you released. That was the hurt that you released. And it was supposed to show you how beautiful you still are because then they had to decorate their mug and, you know, make it all pretty. And Iris made do with her. So, you know, if you look at her mug, she's a warrior. She done been through something, but she still put herself back together and show up as 100% as she can with or without any of the missing pieces. <laughs> I feel like I have to show the mug now for anybody yes, watching. Do, so we're going to keep talking here. <laughs> Um, and for you know, those of you who are not watching this, make sure you tune into the YouTube um, <laughs> channel. But my mug, um, this thing has been in my old. It was my now. favorite one, man. <laughs> Listen, and then and then it, it's gonna be great because oh, I'm not trying to drop anything over here. It's gonna be great because eventually it's gonna be a great segue to my next question for you. So <laughs> this is. <laughs> And I still got the flowers in it too. So this is my mug. Um, if you can see the mug here, oh, there's like leaves because I try to put try to put flowers on it, but didn't clean it off. So this is the mug here. As you can see, I use duct tape. <laughs> um, there's no bottom, you know, no sturdy bottom. But you know, I'm still standing tall, just, <laughs> just like my healing journey. <laughs> A work in progress. So what it taught me is that sometimes you need, I needed tape to put myself back together in the same way I needed psychotherapy. I needed glue to put myself back together in the same way I needed ceremony or, you know, all other alternative healing methods. You never really know like what you're going to need to put yourself back together, but it's a journey. And you really just have to trust the process that you'll come out whole either way. So this is now a year old um, and, it, and it's sturdy here. And so what read, I read to them what you wrote on there. Yeah, so it said healing takes patience, healing takes time, healing is messy, trust the process, embrace the journey. And then I have um, an acronym that I use for heal, which means honor emotions affirmatively and let go. And so that's my next question for you, which I ask all my guests, what does it mean to heal? Or what does healing mean to you? Mm. Healing to me is life. Mm. Um, there's really no specific one thing, you know, um, just how life is everything. Healing is everything and everything is healing. Um, so that's the one thing that I always encourage people to do. It doesn't matter how you do it, what's your way of doing it. You just have to do it the same way you have to live, right? Yeah. Um, 
in order to live, you have to heal. Because if you're not healing your wounds, if you're not healing your trauma, there is no possible way you're living 100% to your fullest extent. Um, because those things are gonna, they're gonna hold you back. They're gonna block your blessings. They're gonna block the things that are supposed to elevate you. Um, so healing is very essential. Um, and I don't, I can't put enough emphasis on healing. You have to heal. It doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, you could be 90 years old. If you ha can heal, go heal if it's calling you, you know, but I feel like people are looking for a lot of things in the wrong places and the place that you're going to find it is in healing. Um, you know, that's why I say sitting in silence and seeing what comes up for you and acknowledging that. Um, I can't tell you how much I've cried the last two weeks. Like I just randomly just start crying and when I tell you it's waterworks, like they just don't, don't want to stop and I'm not realizing, you know, half the time I can't remember, I don't understand why I'm crying. I'm like, why are they crying? You know, mm -hmm. like all emotional, but I've been through a lot, you know, and yes, I've processed and yes, I've healed, but there's still always going to be those little bitty pieces, which is why I wanted to do this detox. Um, and it's so important for me before 33 is to make sure that I've really done everything that I possibly can. There's nothing lingering. There's nothing stuck because this year is about to be the best year of my life. And yes. I don't want anything stopping me. I don't want anything holding me back. I don't want it to come up later. Like, damn, I should have um, tackled that. I should have dealt with that. That came up and I ignored it. Like, I don't want to, I want to make sure I'm not ignoring, which is why I've been in silence because I want to make sure I know what's coming up, where my mind is going, what I'm thinking about so that I'm actually dealing with those emotions, allowing myself to feel them and process them however that is so that I can be like, okay, it's time to get back, you know? Mm -hmm. So yes, heal. Healing is essential. Healing is life. Life is healing. Life is everything and everything is life. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so, so much for exchanging energy here today. Uh, let the people know one last time how they can find you and um, information on your retreat. And I think that's all for today. Yeah, you guys can find me at the real Avita Nicole on Instagram um, or Art by Avita. But Art by Avita is mainly just my maternity work um, and my, my work with kids. Um, but I'm bringing everything to the real Avita Nicole. And in that bio is where you can find my um, website to my, my link tree website, as well as the link to register for the retreat. So thank you. Thank awesome. You thank you so much for being here i'll be putting your information in the show notes um, for anyone who wants to contact you to make sure that you reach out to her follow her click the links in her bio and for those of you who are wondering where i'm at i'm not on social media but you can click the links underneath my bio i've got some programs and services and sales still going on uh, pre-order sales for my book is still uh going on so for those of you who want to pre-order the sale is done though but you can still pre-order healingmyfourbodiesbook.com um and yeah thank you for tuning in if you're watching on youtube like subscribe share if you're listening on the podcast all the things like subscribe share leave a review and happy healing namaste bye Thanks for tuning in to the I'm Healing Podcast, where we review all healing stories and solutions 
for the soul. If you like this episode, make sure that you let us know, leave a review, like, share, subscribe, all the things. And as always, happy healing.